coochie down to the socks like I'm Biggie Popper. Keep your girl in my Tommy boxes. But really doubt she a silly, cause she know the freaking style can't play me though. She don't get nothing from my n***a doubt. she get is hard, get some Cheerios. Kinda send it out, but I never count. But I put them in a dark with the penny low. No tint out on my window. So you see and see it shining in the bins out. You're listening to Moneyline on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 97.5.com. Presented by Skywonder Pyrotechnics. Live from the RentersWarehouse.com studios, here's Jerry Bowe and Josh Jordan. Welcome back to Moneyline. 713-780-ESPN to get in on any questions, any gambling thing, anything you have right now, spit it to us. We've got an hour till kickoff. No doubt about it. But it's also time for our favorite segment, right? The Gal Media All-Stars. So we're going to try and get you guys in the best picks this week. Let's see what Fred and, all, and everybody else has for us. It's the Gal Media All-Stars Plays of the Week. The Blitz is Fred Bauer. All right, as usual, I've got two games for you, and hopefully they will go well. We'll start off with the Patriots minus two and a half at Chicago. Love Tom Brady and the Patriots here. They've got their act together offensively. Uh, Chicago is a good team, and I really think they have a chance to sneak into the playoffs this year, but uh, this is not a good spot for them. I think Brady and the Pats get it done in a big way. The other game I like, and I'm always a little you know, not so sure about these games in England, especially when you're talking about a West Coast team playing at 8.30 in the morning, but I love the Chargers here. Their only two losses have been against the Chiefs and the Rams, arguably the two best teams in the NFL. They've been really good other than that. Titans, I have no idea what they are, but I know this. They're not good. So I'll take the, the Chargers to cover the six and a half. And uh, so it'll be Chargers this week and Patriots. And I will go 2-0 and and catch up with all these clowns. The Benches Lancer Line. Hey there, Moneyline. This is not Lancer Line. This is uh, Michael Carroll. So he's not here. I don't know where he is. But I'm sure he had some picks of some kind that you could probably bet on, but he decided not to share with you. So I would be upset with him because he had literally one job. (laughs) He didn't do it. Fail. All right. That's it. Bye guys. Culture maps. Eric Sandler. For my first pick this week, I like the Redskins minus one and a half over Dallas. We all know how bad the Cowboys are on the road. They even lost to the Texans and Washington has been solid at home with convincing wins against the Packers and the Panthers. Two teams that are definitely better than Dallas. For my second pick, I'll take San Francisco plus 9.5 over the Rams. I'll take a double-digit home dog almost any time, especially when it's a team that's as frisky as the 49ers have been recently. The Rams have been favorites in two straight road games, but haven't covered. I see no reason to buck that trend this week. Sports Maps Holly Seymour. All right, guys, quick stat update for you on these games. I've averaged five and a half wins. The 3 p.m. games, I averaged gross two and a half since week one. A four for six on Thursday night football games. And as far as Monday nights go, just call me the Cardinals because I'm garbage. With that being said, listen to me. You'll have a 50-50 shot at a hit in week seven. My favorite play of this week is Washington minus one and a half. I know a lot of people are on Dallas because of last week's performance from them, but I'm not buying it. Dallas usually have two big games in a row, and honestly, as much as I hate admitting it, Washington's a little underrated right now. Minus week one, they put up a safe 20 points each game. Dallas's offense, especially on the road, struggles, and the Redskins' strength is on that defensive line. I'm also going to take my chances with Brady and the trick line against the Bears. 
This is around the time where the Patriots really get up and rolling. I punched in at minus two and a half, but I believe it's now at minus three and a half. The Bears may have Khalil Mack, but the Patriots have the shot caller Bill Belichick. Give me Brady, give him the points. That's interesting. We have I'm on the Patriots as well this week. I'm trying to I guess a lot of people are. It makes a lot of sense with Khalil Mack being a little dinged up. What do you think, Jerry? Where are you at with the the Pats? I gave out the Patriots as a private play all week long. While Gronk was, you know, it it was always in question, but I didn't know he was going to be out. Now, it does skew the numbers a little bit for me, and the spread shows that as I see one at some places. But overall, I think that this Pat's offense is getting right. Now they're starting to score points. And how do you beat a defense that's got a good front? You have to have a good catch patching back. That pass catcher is James White. James White will have a big game. Brady will get the ball out of his hands quickly. And I think they overall end up winning this game. Very nice. I, I'd like to ask Holly about some of our other picks, like Eric's pick. What do you think about him taking San Francisco here plus the points this week? Do you think they cover? You know what? I've got to go on the other side of this. I have to take Rams because I have bet against the Rams all season because I don't like the points that they're being allowed. Like, they're the double digits. I'm really sketch on those. And every time I bet against them, they nail it. They're putting up 38-plus points on teams. So I'm like, it's hard for me. Now this week I'm going to switch it up and I'm going to go with Rams. So <laughs> I, I can't blame I, you. They look great. Yeah, it's really hard to pick against them, and especially with the Niners. I can see this being a blowout game. Me too. Jerry, where are you at with this one? Three road games in a row for the Rams, so that's something that's alarming to me. But then whenever you go into depth and you say, where were those road games? Surprisingly, they were all on the West Coast. So how much travel have they actually had? Now, do they get up for this game and get the blowout? I don't know about that. Can San Francisco even stop them? That's the question. It's a stay away from me, but the Rams are 6-0 and straight up, 3-3 three and three against the spread last week. And, uh, that's their third consecutive loss against the spread, so that's going to tell you that the books are catching up. Whenever you get that shiny new car in the gambling world, the, the books take advantage of it, and they know that you're coming, so they have, go ahead and they uh, – they anticipate an extra half point to point of of on the spread, just knowing that you're going to compound it. So always, always be careful. In the gambling world, it's what's ugly that you want, and then the shiny things you let them go until they become ugly after people abuse it. You know what I mean? So let the number get abused. Let a team get ran down to the ground. Then you get back on them. Get on the teams that are underperforming. There's a 10-3-3 rule that a lot of gamblers like to lean on in the world in the gambling world. So basically they say that in a 16-game season, 10 times a team will play to who they are as far as numbers. Three times they will overexceed, and three times they will underperform. If you go ahead and look at many, many schedules last year and just try to, I guarantee you, you'll pick out the 10, the 3, and the 3. Pretty fairly simple. So in winning question, and lean on that. Wow, that's I, I've never heard that before. I like that, Jerry. I can't let Holly go without talking to her about her Eagles. They're favored by five against Carolina this week. Philly's at home. Where do you think this one goes, Holly? Um. Well, this is another reason I'm proving to you guys I am not biased on my team. I'm taking Carolina on the point. Um, I think that Philly does win, but I think it's going to be a closer game. I'm still a little, I'm still a little sketch about the secondary here. And last season, I know it's a whole new season, but last season, even when Philly was on a roll and they were hot, Carolina is the one team they struggled the hardest with the entire season. So I know it's a difference. They're at home, and last year they were in Carolina. 
but it's still that that did enough to scare me and ease me away from those points. So. Hey, Boo, I have a question for you, and be honest. Okay. Are Sean Jeffrey or Devin Funches in my flex? Mm. Oh, Sean Jeffrey. Why not? Let's just do that. You know she's got the Jeffrey jersey on <laughs> yeah. right now. I, I love you me know, some Alshon Jeffrey, you know, I'm, but... in the car. I'm in the car rocking it. But, hey, I did have one for you guys. There's a game that I really like, the under here, and I was wondering you guys' opinion on it, and that is going to be the Jets and the Vikings. <laughs> I have, I think it's set at 46. I really like the under on this. Um, I'm not... Just besides the fact that the wind factor is really going to play into this, I heard it's supposed to be really windy out today. Yep. But with the uh, Anderson, their Jets, the Jets' number two wide receiver is dealing with a hamstring, which that probably means he's going to run one route and be out. I think that their uh, number one is also injured. So and I don't like sticking up for the Vikings, but we can't really blame their defense for being exposed. The 38 points they gave up was to the Rams, who does – they do that to everybody. A healthy Green Bay, Aaron Rodgers – I'm sorry, a healthy Aaron Rodgers, which, again, that happens to everybody. And the Bills, they rack up those points on the defensive end of the ball. So this is Sam Darnold with two injured wide receivers. I really like the under. I was kind of wondering what you guys thought about that. Sharp bet. More than 70% <laughs> of the bets are on the over, but more than half of the money is on the under. So that goes to tell you the public is betting points. The pros are betting under. There you go. So Holly's hey. on to something, guys. So maybe pound that under. <laughs> and, I mean, we're in Houston. I got to ask you about the Texans. As terrible as they started the season, they are playing for first place today. Can you believe it? They could finish the day in first place. They're playing Jacksonville. Looks like that number's down. It started at four. Now it's down to three and a half with Jacksonville being favored. Who you got, Holly? Or who you got? Oh, you know I'm rolling with Jacksonville. I don't care. I don't care. I know the last two weeks they looked garbage. They're coming out hot, and they're gonna be. They're gonna bounce back. Jalen Ramsey was quiet all week. That's scary. Something's up if Jalen Ramsey's quiet. So I'm just saying. All right, and it looks like the numbers at 42. Do you see this as a, a higher, low-scoring game? Mm, I'm actually gonna go high on it. I think that both. I think that Jacksonville. They're gonna come back, but I'm gonna go high on it. Let's let's play different. Let's go out there. What are you guys doing? What do you like on it? Something that works in Jacksonville's favor, and like I said, when something looks ugly, you jump on it pretty the other way, right? So last week, Jacksonville looked ugly. When teams, since 2003, when teams fail to cover the spread by 30 points, so blowouts, they're 62% against the spread in the next game. So it goes to tell yeah. you that teams get up. These are these are professional t- professionals. You know, they, they have their moments, and maybe they had their moment that they didn't know that – that the Cowboys were going to come out there and do that or that they could. And this week they tried to get back to the board, drawing board and at the expense of the Texans, I think it will happen. Yeah. I'm, I'm not feeling great about my Texans this week, but uh, I still have faith. I hope they come through. I hope Deshaun is truly feeling better. We shall see. I think it's going to be a really great game. Well, Holly, before we let you go, why don't you tell everybody where they can find you on social media? Sure, you guys can come follow me at XOHolly on Twitter. And if I'm wrong, feel free to blow up my mentions like you always do. (laughs) Um, You can also catch me on Tuesdays. I do the recap for Sports Map. And then my own website is holly.football. There it is right there. Everybody go to Sports Map. Check out Holly's content. 
Check out Jerry's content. I also write on Sports Map as well. If you need some fantasy plays, my column under the radar fantasy plays is up right now. I saw AJ's is on there right now yeah, too. AJ's so go over there and get over there. Range. I use a lot of AJ stuff. I talk to AJ back and forth. Uh, I get a lot of his opinion on things, and his fantasy's on point. No doubt about it. Thanks again, Holly. We will catch up with you again next week. No problem, guys. Good luck to everybody. See y'all Sunday. All right, we're Peace. up against it. We'll hit a break here, and then we'll make a. A little uh, plan to go through all the games and get you guys ready for kickoff. You're listening to Moneyline, ESPN 97.5. Follow the show on Twitter at Moneyline 97.5. This is Moneyline on ESPN 97.5 and on ESPN 97.5.com presented by MyBookie live from the RentersWarehouse.com studios here's Jerry Bowe and Josh Jordan all right we are back on Moneyline Josh Jordan Jerry Bowe Clutch City Cam behind the glass. You guys know what that means. It's time to get some plays from Jerry Bow and make some money this Sunday. What do you have, Jerry? What can you tell everybody? Straight bet. What's up, Bookie Buster World? Let's jump into some money. Let's start it off with Vikings minus three. I have it at three. I see it's moved to three and a half at many spots. If you have to buy the hook, get it there. I believe that the Vikings get right here. The Jets... Whether the Jets, what are they going to do that we don't see coming? Because Minnesota has underwhelmed, underperformed all season on the defensive side of the ball from what we expected, right? But going up against Darnold, I think this was they have the opportunity to get right. The weather's playing into a defensive game standpoint, you know what I mean? So oh, what do they got to do? Limit the run and then play tight defense and make Darnold have to make tough throws. The Jets, they only score on 30% of their red zone trips. That's last in the NFL. They also are last with 1.2 yards per carry in that red zone. What's wrong with that? The Vikings lead the league in red zone defense as far as not allowing touchdowns. They only allow them on 37.5% of their drives. This, uh, that That's a league high. So when looking at th- those numbers, it seems like they're going to play to each other and you'll find that medium. I feel like there's going to be a, some drives, some, a lot of running, a lot of clock running. The clock's going to tick down and some drives will be ultimately get three points, which is going to help that under. So I'm playing a three unit max Vikings minus three and I'm running a under 46 two units because i believe that the game goes under straight bets redskins pick it i don't know i just feel from the standpoint that dallas on the road isn't what they are at home not to say that they're just anything special at home as well but i think the redskins got the perfect remedy to beat that dallas team a great pass defense they're not going to be worried about that pass offense from Dallas, right? So they'll be able to put extra men in the box to limit what the Cowboys do best, which is run behind Zeke. 
those in teams that lost that that beat the spread by thirty more points. So the opposite of Jacksonville last week, right? Because the Cowboys overperformed. They're eighty-seven and one hundred three the following week. So they're forty-six against the spread. Going back to that that thought that I told you, uh, these guys they they get up for games, they get down. You be you win as an underdog, you blow somebody out. The next week you're feeling fat and happy. If you do it a blowout as an underdog like the Cowboys did last week, you're six and twelve. 33% against the spread the following week. So just think about that. Where the Cowboys have shined, though, is this season, they're 3-0 and in all three second halves where they've trailed, right? So under coach Jason Garrett, they're 32-16 and when trailing at half. That means that for whatever reason, people knock him, and, and yes, he's maybe not be the best coach, I guess, to start up the game, but he's good at adjusting in-game because it shows on the spread. In second half, the Cowboys covers. So don't shy away from him. Don't don't just go to the game thinking like, man, I, I got to get my pregame. I got to go to my bookie. I got to go ahead and get the bet in pregame. No, they offer live. They offer the halftime bets. And if you can get into a halftime bet uh, where, where the, the trends are leaning your way, I would go ahead and do that. Straight bets. Next, we have, give me one second here, the Ravens. The Ravens are 5-1 and one against the spread this year, also in second halves. They're yet to allow a second-half touchdown. That is crazy. That's the only team that uh, no other team has done that through six games since 1970, right? What's even more scary, they've outscored their opponents 62-15 to 15 in second halves. Three of those points came in an overtime game. So that's basically telling you they allow three points per second half per game. Right, the over under is seeing a reverse split of fifty six percent bets on the over, but sixty four percent of the dollars are on the under. The pro money is on the under. Now the Ravens rushing attack, they are twenty first place in DVOA and then twenty second in uh, adjusted line yards. Alex Collins under four yards per carry. Javarius Allen two point eight. So what does that tell you? Whenever they're facing a defense that ranks number one, everyone thinks the Saints have fallen off. Maybe on the pass game, but according to Football Outsiders, they're one in DVOA against the run and adjusted line yards. So look for them to be able to stop the run against a team that really doesn't have a run game. I think this game goes under. Straight bets. Eagles, minus five and a half. Shout out to Holly. I just think the Eagles are getting right. Carson Witz is coming into his own. The excessive win will hurt them, but I think that um, he'll use the short pass game. I think that Ertz plays big here, and I take the Eagles at minus five and a half. Straight bets. A big, big bet this weekend, and... I don't care if it's Brocktober or what it is. I got to go with these lines. <laughs> the look ahead to this last week at the Westgate was minus two. With uh, that was, That's putting, I guess, Tannehill in. Now, people think that with the drop, it should have gone. Pros are saying that it should go about five and a half to six points. But now it's at three. So they didn't really, I guess there isn't no downgrade um, from Tannehill to Brock. I don't know what the, uh, to make of that. But what I do know is that the Lions are 4-1 against the spread. Um 80% this year, and then the second most profitable team doing so. Since 2003, only one other team has played, uh, I'm sorry, ha- has a negative against the spread margin. That's the Detroit Lions. But remember, that comes because they were blown out. Uh, they were blown out in that first week. So look for Detroit to get right and keep Matt Stafford clean as he has 71% uh, clean pockets. And that's something that is going to ultimately win this game because the Dolphins can't get to the quarterback. Straight bets. 
these last straight bets, we're going to do it in prop form. So I think Mitch Trubisky is going to get at least 23 rush yards. The reasoning is that he's top five in rush yards uh, for quarterbacks in the league, and the Patriots allow top five rush yards to the quarterback position. I ultimately think he gets there, and in the same game, I think uh, Tariq Cohen will have four receptions. I think they'll have to lean on that, and especially if the Patriots could come out and score, it'll lean towards that. Another prop, Christian McCaffrey over five and a half receptions. I think he gets there easy, and a guy that Josh likes a lot, and we're about to probably hear about him, is Njoku. Over four and a half receptions. Throw one unit on that, and he's killed the over uh, the yards lately, and his uh, total is set at 46 and a half at my Bookie, go ahead and hit that over. Teasers. The teaser of the week, Rams bring them down to a pick them. It's a 10-point teaser. So Rams pick it. Cleveland, Tampa Bay, it's at 52, the over-under. Bring it down to 42. I, I for sure see both teams getting in the 20s. And then Washington, if it's a close game like everybody's predicting, what if you can get a teaser and cross the key number of three, cross the key number of seven? You're going to have to beat me by double digits to, to, to take my ticket and rip it. I'll take my chances. The People's Parlay. People's Parlay is going to be real simple. Just go the Lions, the Ravens, and give me the under in that Vikings game. Go a three-way teaser. Just risk one unit and let's call it a day. Breaking news. News flash. All right, what's up, guys? As promised, I am back. You've got all the injury news going on in these games. So as expected, Sony Michelle is active this week. Same thing with Isaiah Crowell. Big surprise, Carlos Hyde is inactive. I didn't think he was going to participate too much this week, but he's inactive, so make sure you fire up TJ Yeldon if you've got him on the roster. At receiver, Julian Edelman is active this week, as expected. Same thing with Allen Robinson. Josh Gordon is active. Biggest thing for him is the fact that his usage really ramped up last week, so he's going to be a big part of their offense, especially with Gronk out. Expect to see him get a good number of looks this week. Devontae Parker is out, and... There's a Dolphins beat writer that said he may have played his last snaps for the team. So his career in Miami is probably hanging on by a thread at this point. In the late games, Chris Thompson, he's expected to be out. He's questionable, but don't expect him to play. Adrian Peterson, it's the opposite. He's questionable, but expect him to play. So fire him up if you got him. Yep. He had his knee actually taken off the injury report. So he looks to be healthier than he was last week. He had like four separate things on there. (laughs) So he looks to have... Bounced back a little bit, and he fought through all that stuff to actually have a pretty decent week last week, so fire him up if you got him. Jamison Crowder remains out. Paul Richardson is doubtful, and for the Redskins receivers, that means Maurice Harris is a decent option in daily fantasy. He's the bare minimum across almost all the sites, and with they're basically having bare-bones receivers, he might be an option if you need that cheap receiving option. Matt Breida, he's going to be active in the late game. Pierre Garçon is questionable, but he's probably going to play. Dante Pettis is out. Cooper Cup is out. And for the Bengals, Tyler Croft is out, which means C.J. Uzoma starts. Gio Bernard is out as well, so keep firing up Joe Mixon. In the Monday night game, Calvin Ridley is going to be active. Mohamed Sanu is going to be active. Evan Ingram is also going to be active as well. And then in just some other news, Terrell Pryor, receiver for the Jets, he was released. He has a torn groin. They only released him because they didn't want to put him out on IR. So he's going to be out for a few weeks, and they may look to re-sign him after that. And then Marshawn Lynch is going to miss at least a month with his groin injury. Surgery hasn't been ruled out for him, but if he goes on the IR, his season's effectively over. There you go. Thank you so much, Andrew. We appreciate it, man. Always, guys. All right, well, this is the time in the show where 
I like to start feeling a little flexy, Cam. You know, it's just something I like to do every week, and this is the time that I like to do it. So here we go. These are some of my flex plays from my article on Sports Map. This is the under the radar plays. These are some of the flex guys I really like this week. So let's get started. Let's see, who should I start with? I'm going to start with tight ends this week. Jerry hinted at it earlier. I really like David Njoku. He's making me feel flexy, baby. Get him in your lineup this week. How about Trey Burton? Chicago tight end against the Patriots. I think they score some points. The Pats have allowed four TDs to tight ends in the last five games, so he's definitely worth getting in there. All right, let's move over to running backs. on Johnson, my man. I think he finally comes through. Theo Riddick's a little banged up. I don't think he's going to go, so I think on finally comes through for you and how about we turn back the clock all the way back to frankie gore how good has frankie gore been he's been fantastic the lions are allowing over 30 fantasy points a game to running backs over the last month so he's worth using guys i know you got some bye week issues and you don't have the best possible lineup frank gore can be a guy that can get you through the week we talked about shady mccoy a little earlier with josh adhd i think this might be a good week to use him i think he can make an impact in the passing game Jarvis Landry. Josh also brought him up. I like him this week. You know why? The Bucks are giving up over 51 fantasy points per game to the wide receiver position over the last three games. Are you kidding me? I, I know. He's been a little shaky. I know Jarvis has, but he also said he likes Baker. And if he likes Baker, he probably likes Jarvis. And we already talked about Njoku. The other guy I really like, Robert Woods. I like him this week. The, uh, San Francisco is gives up almost 39 fantasy points a game to the position over the last five games. I think he gets a bump in targets with Cooper Cup out. I like Marquise Goodwin. He came out of nowhere last week. I think he's a guy you can get in there over the last month. Uh, the defense he's playing has given up over 50 fantasy points a game, so get him in there. Julian Edelman, get him in there. I think that's going to be a high-scoring game. I think if Brady has to get the ball out kind of quick, that Edelman's a guy that he can dump it off to really quick. My other guy, Tyler Boyd, guys, he was fantastic last week. He got two touchdowns for you. I think we get another high-scoring game between the Chiefs and the Bengals. Roll with Tyler Boyd one more time. And for my quarterback play this week, I love me some Andy Dalton. I think he's going to I think he's part of that Boyd conversation. I think there's going to be a lot of points in this game, and we shall see. So that is who I am feeling flexy about this week. When we come back, we're going to hit all the games, and Jerry's got one more thing for us. What do you got for us, Jerry? So you have Jarvis Landry, right, as your fantasy points guy. If you go over to my bookie right now, you can bet on fantasy points. What? They have him at 10.5 points. What do you think about that? Does he get at least 10.5 fantasy points today? Oh, I think so. Okay. And then another one that you had on this list is Shady. Do you think Shady McCoy gets over nine fantasy points? I do, actually. You're talking PPR, right? Yeah, PPR. Absolutely. That's like free money, I think, right there. No, and that's what I I love to get over to my bookie and bet these fantasy fantasy points because no one else offers that. You tell me other places that are going around letting you bet on those kind of things. That's the reason I use my bookie. Who you're betting on is just as important as who you're betting with. Go to mybookie.ag, the online destination for all action on all games. Safe, reliable. I've been messing with them for years personally, and I don't think I'll ever leave them. They're like my the brother I never had. That's why I recommend them. When you win, they pay, and that's the most important thing because it's hard enough to beat these games, Josh. It's hard enough to come up here and, yep. and try to dissect these, these spreads, these spreads. Beat the juice. The juice kills, man. Everybody knows in this game, juice kills. But when you go to my bookie, they uh, they give you money when you deposit with them. They double your deposit. 
Go to mybookie.ag right now. Get your account started, and they'll match your first deposit dollar for dollar. That's right. Use promo code radio. Activate the offer. That's mybookie.ag. M-Y-B-O-K-I-E dot A-G. Don't forget to use promo code radio when you create your account to claim that bonus. You play. You win. You get paid. Mybookie. Twitter. Follow the show on Twitter at Moneyline975. This is Moneyline on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 97.5.com. Presented by Klein's Jewelry. Live from the RentersWarehouse.com studios, here's Jerry Bowe and Josh Jordan. Welcome back to Moneyline, ESPN 97.5. Wipe me down. Wipe down your old jewelry and get it to Klein's. Around since 1969, he customizes every type of jewelry. Jewelry, jewelry repair, watch repair, anything, all manufactured in store. Original custom rings that no one else will have. Go in that old jewelry box. Bring it to him. Tell him. Give them an idea of what you're looking for. You'll get a piece specialized for you. Something no one else has. No job too big or too small. All types of diamonds. Loose diamonds. Diamond engagement rings. Diamond pendants. Diamond earrings. Any shape. Any size. Go to Klein's. Don't go to the mall and get that overpriced jewelry. Go to Klein's right past the Galleria. Not even five minutes up the road. It's family owned and operated. Mark cares about his customers. 5668 Westheimer Road, where you can find them on the corner of Westheimer and Fountainview. Really, really easy to find. Like I said, don't go to that Galleria. Call right now, 832-316-1388. That's Mark's personal number. Who gives you their personal number to uh, an owner telling you, hey, I want to get that call myself and make it happen. Whatever it is that you're looking for. The holidays are coming up, and I know you're thinking, like, man, what am I going to do this year? What a, I don't know. Josh and I were talking about gifts for our for our ladies yep. and just thinking, what are we going to do this year? Because some people think, man, I've done jewelry a lot. I mean, I've done this, but not when it's custom jewelry, not whenever you take it to Mark. He will make sure that you get exactly what it is that you're looking for. Again, the number is 832-316-1388. Call Mark and tell him Moneyline sent you. There you go. Get over to Klein's, everybody. This is the point in the show where we're going to hit as many of the games as we can. We're going to hit them from a gambling perspective. We're going to hit them from a number perspective. If you have any calls, feel free to get them in. We'll try and get to everybody. So, all right, let's go around the league here, Jerry. And... uh Tennessee versus the Chargers. I, I think we have an idea of how that one's going to play out. If you guys haven't heard, the Chargers just uh, just finished that game up. They won 20-19. to 19. So the Titans covered. The Chargers did not. That number was at 7. So hopefully you were on the right side of that one. So, all right, moving along. This is one of the best games of the week, in my opinion. we got the New England New England. England Patriots, excuse me, going to Chicago to play Dub Bears. And I think this is going to be one of the games of the week. Jerry, where are you at? It looks like the number's at minus two in favor of the Patriots. I like the Patriots. We talked about it a little bit earlier. I think that they uh, the offense is getting right. I think that the Bears are still a lot of question marks around them. We can't give them too much credit for the one little, two little blow-ups of Trubisky that he had. I want to see it against 
we're not going to say a good defense because that's not what New, New England is. But I want to see him have to chase somebody down. And I think that Tom Brady will ultimately make him chase him down. If Trubisky could beat the game script and play from behind, then so be it. Beat me. All right. Uh, some of the fantasy plays. I like Taylor Gabriel this week. I like Trey Burton. And I think Cohen could also have a nice game. If you have the stones, maybe you go for Trubisky. But I'm going to stay away from him. I'm going to make him prove it to me one more week on the Patriots side of the ball. No Gronk, guys. So I think Edelman could be a guy on the inside that gets a lot of targets this week. I think Josh Gordon, I think this might be the week that maybe he has a really big game. So he's somebody I wouldn't mind taking a flyer on. So, and Sony Michelle, I think I like him pretty much every week. Anybody else from this matchup, Jerry? Before we move on, James White. I think his receptions in a PPR format is gonna it's gonna put him in top twelve. He'll be RB one, I think, this week, just for the reason that the the way to beat that pressure is to throw the ball quick, get it out of Brady's hands. No Gronk there, so look for a little bit more volume. I think Gronk is worth five point five receptions per game. So I guess spread those out. Go ahead and hit James White props all over you can on my bookie. There you go, and we're going to get to this call just a second. My man, Juggalo Trey's on hold. Uh, we're going to hit a couple of these games, and we're going to get to Trey's call before the end of this segment. You guys are not going to want to miss this. We're going to bring on Juggy in here in just a minute. All right, Cleveland, Tampa. This one's kind of interesting. It has Tampa favored at minus three and a half. They're at home. What do you got in this one, Jerry? I don't know how you can give up that many points with Tampa, right, because that defense is going to struggle. But then again... Are we falling victim to to, to uh, 2018 and that the Cleveland Browns aren't the Cleveland Browns? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe there's a change of culture. I guess I'm going to have to stay away. I liked it at four. I liked Cleveland there. I think there will be points here. So look at that total. Yeah, total definitely is at 52 and a half. That, I think it's going to be a high-scoring game, too. I think uh, as far as fantasy, Cleveland side, we talked about it. We really like Jarvis Landry. We like Najoku this week. Tampa, I think you know you start them if you got them. Pretty much all the guys you regularly start for Tampa, roll with them this week. I even think Cam Brake could be a guy that, that comes through for you really cheap and daily. Anything else on this one? No, just... Save the crab legs. He's gonna. He's gonna. He's gonna shine. I mean, it's it's played for him. I mean, don't get me wrong. Cleveland's not a bad on defense, but I think this game sees points. So yeah, fire up everybody. All yeah, right. And look, if you're a Mike Evans owner, we obviously know that Fitzpatrick threw him the the you know the crap out of the ball. Look, yep. Jameis Winston came back. Mike Evans only got five targets. It was Jameis Winston's first game back after missing the first four games. Don't shy away from Mike Evans. Mike Evans still had 15 yards per reception with. Jamison last week. Cleveland's defense is nothing to be scared of. So if you're a Mike Evans owner, don't be scared by the fact that Jameis Winston's taking over. No, Good advice. Fire him up every week until he proves you otherwise. All right, let's move on. Brocktober. We talked about it a little earlier. We got Detroit at Miami. Looks like Detroit, that number is to minus three now. Over-unders at 47. Do you have a play on this one this week, Jerry? I'm all over the lines as far as the betting markets, as far as uh, the DFS or or fantasy plays in general, that Dolphins backfield is really confusing because yeah. they use Gore in main situations that they need somebody to be trusted. But Kenya Drake starting out, touch him. He outtouched him last week, 17, 16. I'll snap them 62% to 39%. So he's only had one more snap, but he played about 21% more uh, snaps. So what does that tell you? That they're, they they have him out there more as a decoy, but when it comes down to it, Frankie's who they lean to, and, and it showed that last week. In overtime, Frank Gore makes that play, gets him down inside the five to the goal line to end the game. Kenya Drake fumble. 
Ooh, and that's not good. I like both of the running backs in this game. I think on Johnson breaks out. I think Frankie Gore is a guy in a bye week where if you're in a jam, he can come through for you, get you about 10 points. I would fire him up. I don't like anybody in the passing game for the Dolphins because, well, Brock Osweiler. Uh, I think he comes back to earth this week. Look, yeah, into this game, look, pass defenses for both these teams are actually exceptionally well. Run defenses for both these teams are pretty terrible. Look, if you're a Kenyon Drake owner like me, Again, don't get scared. He's not getting the rushing touches like Frank Gore is, but he's getting the catches. Last week he had, I think it was like 13 points because most of his uh, touches came off the passing game. So for me, if you're a Kenyon Drake starter, put him at the PPR, at the flex. Don't put him at the running back because he's going to get catches. He's not going to get the touches at the rushing yards. And as far as Matt Stafford, you know, everyone always thinks he's a straight plug-and-play. Since Detroit's by, or this year with that one by, he's had one top 12 finish this year in five starts. One. On the other side of the ball, a Dolphins defense that's allowed one top 12 quarterback this year. So if numbers add up right, I don't know if Matt Stafford ends up as a QB1 this week. There you go. Moving along, Carolina at Philly. Philly's favored by five. We talked about that one quite a bit with Holly earlier today. I would say as far as fantasy, you're firing up Alshon Jeffrey. Uh, you're probably rolling with Corey Clement again this week. Uh, what do you think of Funches this week, Jerry? I love him whenever Olsen's out. He, his numbers are inflated. He gets that boost. Now, I don't know if Olsen's 100%. The only people that know they're the guys in that locker room. And I don't know what the game plan is from this moment. The guy I do like here is, though, Christian McCaffrey. I think he's going to kill the receptions. Go ahead and hit that prop also. Yeah, Jerry hit on that earlier. Definitely take the over there on the catches for McCaffrey this week. All right, moving along quickly. Buffalo at Indy. We both kind of like Shady McCoy this week just because uh, he's cheap and he's probably going to get a lot of volume. It could get ugly, though, with uh, you know Derek Anderson at quarterback. So buyer beware a little bit. What about Indy here? Do you like T.Y. Hilton coming back this week? I'm kind of scared of the coverage that he's going to have on him and being kind of gimpy. He's he's going up against the, uh, the top guy, uh, Tredavious White, right? Um, yeah. So... He's been shutting people down. I don't know if I can lean there. Now the volume will be there from the Colts. You know that uh, luck leads the league in uh, attempts. I think they'll use the short passing game. I think on the other side of the ball, Buffalo will need Shady to run that ball consistently, moving the chains, keeping Andrew Luck off the field. I'm staying away as a whole from the game because I just don't know what to think about the Bills. They get up in some spots and – they are who they are in others, so we'll just stay away. Okay, so that number is at minus seven. Uh, the Colts are favored in this one. Jerry's kind of like, eh, I, don't, I don't know if I want to bet on this one, so makes sense to me. All right, quickly, Minnesota at the Jets. We talked about this one quite a bit. Looks like a minus three and a half. Minnesota is favored in New York. The wins could be an issue here. Remind everybody what you think on this one, Jerry. I like Minnesota. I think they get right. The defense does enough to keep Darnold uh, from scoring consistently. We talked about the red zone struggles of the Jets. We talked about the red zone efficiency from the defensive side of the ball from Minnesota. I think that leads to a lot of field goals, a lot of settling, a lot of long drives, a lot of running, a lot of clock ticking. Give me the under. And the under's at 45 for you guys, just so you know. All right, Houston, Jacksonville. And with Minnesota, start all your obvious guys there. Even Latavius Murray's a good start this week. Uh, Houston, Jacksonville. Looks like it's down to three and a half now. Jacksonville being favored over Houston. What do you got on that one, Jerry? <sighs> it's a stay away as a whole. I 
want to lean Jacksonville. If I'm if I end up playing anything, I might play it in game. It might be Jacksonville. I want to see how they hold up against that. Uh, how Houston holds up against that Jacksonville front. Jacksonville is one of the few teams that can rush you without having to bring a blitz. They could rush you with just a base package. They could beat their their linemen will beat your linemen, and before you know it, Deshaun's out there making plays. But we talked about Kiki QT, and that's who Deshaun uses. He'll use Hopkins in uh, under pressure. That's his go-to guy. Twenty-four targets. We talked about it earlier. So. From an overall standpoint, I see an under. I'll be staying away. Try to bet Jags in game if you see them dominating and Watson not making those plays. There you go. Go with QT. I think he's going to have a big game. We've had several people talk about that. So now, on the other side, we're going to hit the later slate of games. But before we do that, I promise Juggalo Trey, I'm going to come through on my promise for Jugs. What do you got for us, Juggalo Trey? Welcome to Moneyline. Hey, guys. Uh... Good to listen to your show. Uh, I was driving really early in the morning, and uh, I had the radio on 97.5, and I'm glad to hear y'all are still on and doing y'all's thing with betting and fantasy football. Thanks, Trey. Yeah, they haven't uh, kicked us out a, yet. Yeah, well, they won't. I don't think they will. Um, hopefully they give you another hour here pretty soon. Um, I wanted to ask a question about uh, Edo Smith. Do you think he's an RB2? I kind of like him more than Tevin Coleman this week. I think he's kind of starting to be the guy. Is, is there a guy that you're starting him over that you're curious about, Trey? Or you just Yeah, that's what that's what I was asking. Is uh, like I'm star- I started him over Lewis, and it's obviously too late now. I, Dion Lewis is the guy I started him over. I just wanted to know, like, if I what what what's gonna how, what we can expect from Ito Smith today? Since well, what we see from Ito Smith is he's out touching Coleman thirteen to eleven. Although Coleman logged more snaps, so that just goes to tell you that when Ito's in there, they're using him. They're yeah. not using him as no decoy, no anything. He's used. I like him. I think that. They shine. The Giants teams allowed 100 plus rushing yards in five of the last six games. Eight all eight all purpose touchdowns. Two running backs. Go ahead and fire up Edo Smith. Yeah. And here's here's what I'll say on the matter because I've had Devontae Freeman in my my leagues for the last four years. Is they're 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 sweeping roles. Tevin Coleman is taking over Devontae Freeman's uh, role as as the long the long guard guy. And uh, Ito Smith is coming in as the goal back guy. So Ito Smith, I believe, has three touchdowns in three state weeks because yeah, last he, four games, he has yeah. to take over for Tevin Coleman because Tevin Coleman cannot take over the load because we've seen these Atlanta running backs always get beat up. So if you have uh, Ito Smith, I would definitely punch him in as your flex. Yeah, Trey, go ahead and roll with him this week. Thanks for listening, hey. Trey. Thanks no for- problem. Go Rockets. Run as one. <laughs> Thanks, Trey. All right, guys, we're up against it. we got to hit a break. We'll be right back to get the rest of the slate of games and get you ready for kickoff. You're listening to Moneyline, ESPN 97.5. Twitter. Follow the show on Twitter at Moneyline97.5. Don't talk to me. Folks don't. Big bank tight, low buy, buy. Big bank tight, low buy. 
This is Moneyline on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 97.5.com. Presented by Klein's Jewelry. Live from the RentersWarehouse.com studios, here's Jerry Bowe and Josh Jordan. All right, we are back on Moneyline and... We've been giving you some plays all day trying to get you that money, but the place you got to go win that money is at MyBookie. You want to make the games more interesting with MyBookie. Remember, who you're betting on is just as important as who you're betting with. MyBookie is the online destination to get some action on any and every game. They're safe, reliable, been in business for years, and that's why Jerry and I recommend them and use them. And you know the big reason? Because when you win, they pay. And we expect to win, or why would we be sitting here telling you guys about this stuff? They have in-game betting, the most rewarding player perks in the business. And for us fantasy guys, we get to bet the over-under. You heard us talking about uh, LaShawn McCoy earlier. We like the over on his fantasy points. I believe that number is at 9. So go ahead and fire on him over at MyBookie. Just get on your computer or your mobile phone, Google MyBookie, go to MyBookie.ag, and when you... When you make your deposit, guys, they are going to match it. So you put in 200 bucks, they're going to match it with 200 bucks. All you got to do to take advantage of that is use the promo code RADIO to activate the offer. So go to mybookie.ag, use the promo code RADIO, and create your account right now to get your bonus. Remember, you play, you win, you get paid. MyBookie. All right, Jerry. We got to hit the rest of these slate of games, and we don't have a whole lot of time. Let's run. So, so let's do this here. This is one that I want to get to: New Orleans and Baltimore uh, minus two and a half for Baltimore. Where are you at on this one? We know the road splits for Drew Brees. I'll be staying away from him as far as daily fantasy. I think that Baltimore wins this game in the low scoring. All right, fair enough. And you're going to fire your normal Saints guys there. I think Kamara could be a guy that they throw the ball to him quite a bit this week. So I'm using all my Saints guys. I know Baltimore's a tough matchup, but that's why you drafted them early so they would come through. Uh, John Brown's a guy you might want to take advantage of on the Baltimore side. All right, moving along. Dallas at Washington. We talked quite a bit about this one. You like Washington, Jerry. Tell the people. I think that they have the perfect perfect uh, recipe let's say because uh, uh, what what do they do good they stop the the pass so they'll be able to clog the box up for Ezekiel Elliott making it very hard for him and Alex Smith doesn't really turn the ball over look for them to win in a low scoring game there you go that number is at 41 for you over under guys and I would say for Dallas you know you're firing up Zeke and Washington I think Adrian Peterson might come through this week with Chris Thompson banged up all right, moving along. Rams, Niners. We talked about this one quite a bit a little earlier. This was one of the ones that was, was in your parlays, or was it one of your teasers that you had the Rams in? I have the Rams going money line. Like I said, they're going playing three straight road games, so I don't know if they'll cover. I don't know if they ultimately get up for it, but I do know they win. There you go. San Francisco, I think you can roll with Marquise Goodwin this week. He's been good. Rams giving up points to wide receivers. And start all your Rams this week, guys. San Francisco is not that great on defense. Moving along, we're going to go to Cincinnati at Kansas City. This one I think could be interesting. Chiefs are favored by six over-unders at 56.5. What you got on this one, Jerry? You'll hear a little bit about it when I put my name on it. But, yeah, I like I like both sides of the ball in here. I, I think there's going to be a lot, a lot of scoring. I think that the, the total will get there. Showtime, more like primetime, Mahomes. The game got flexed into the primetime because everybody wants to see him. There you go. I think fantasy-wise, man, you're starting all your Chiefs. Man, you're starting all your your Bengals, too. I I think this one's going to be fantastic, so I would definitely roll the dice on those guys this week. And finally, Monday Night Football. 
Giants at Falcons. Falcons favored by four. The number is 53 for the over-under. Where are you at on this one, Jerry? I like the over. I don't know as far as the side. Go ahead and kill Barkley's uh, team total or catch props. The, yeah. the the Atlanta Falcons give up the most receptions to that position, and it's been over like that for years. Now we know that he's a check down machine. Eli Manning, he's going to use Barkley. Look, Barkley to have nine or ten catches straight up. No doubt about it. I love that one this week. So go that route. I think for Atlanta, you're definitely going with Julio. Uh, we talked about Smith a little earlier. I, I think Calvin Ridley's banged up. Uh, so is Sanu. They're going to try and go. If you can get away from those guys this week, do so. Okay, but you know they're a little hurt. But if not, it's a bye week, so you might have to use them. Uh-oh. Time to put your name on something for the people. Josh, what you got this week? Man, you just hit on it right there, Jerry. I think Saquon Barkley goes bananas this week. I know that's not any kind of, you know, shocking thing. But, I mean, I'm talking, you know, 200 total yards and a couple scores. What do you got? Cam, what's going on? Guys, I'm putting my name on on Johnson. The last four weeks, the man has averaged 15 touches, 13 points. That's basically a point per touch. He's the only running back that they have in Detroit. Theo Riddick's out. I'm going on Johnson. As for me, everybody wants to know, hey, man, what's that for sure pick? There's nothing for sure in here. Don't use that lock word. Don't use nothing in this world. But I'm putting a right eyebrow on the Chiefs, a minus six. If the Chiefs don't ultimately win this game, I'm showing up just one-sided. Take the Chiefs in a blowout. Take the Chiefs to hit the 58 points over under. The only thing that scares me is any time that there's been uh, that the Chiefs Andy Dalton faces a team that gives up more than 28 points per game. What happens? He's 12-2 and two against the spread. He thrives in those situations, teams that don't get pressure on him. So look for a shootout on Sunday Night Football. There you have it, guys. We want to thank all our guests for joining us. Eric Sandler, Holly Seymour, Fred Fowler, Josh ADHD. For me, for Jerry, for Clutch City Cam, Hyped Up Andrew and Hector. Good luck this week, guys. We will catch you next week. Peace. What in the world is in that bag? What you got in that bag? A couple of cans of whoop. You did a good job of just eyeing me, spying me. I got one out. Nolan Ryan. You're listening to Houston's best sports talk, ESPN 97.5.